Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about some things I just don't need to know. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and and normally we spend our time talking about what we should know. But today, we're going to switch gears. We're going to talk about what we don't need to know. And we're always talking about how we're bombarded with more information per hour, per day, per lifetime than any other generation in history. The fine-sounding arguments that Paul warned the Colossians of in Colossians 2, they are flooding our news feeds every single day. And Paul reminded us that most of the information we get even if it's wrapped up in a nice package, is hollow. Colossians 2.8, it says, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. You know, we've got so much that we can learn about Christ. The Bible tells us to constantly be maturing in our faith. And we should never stop trying to learn more and understand more and most of all, apply more of what God needs us to know. We need deep roots in the Bible so that we can grow into strong and bold disciples. But not all information is useful for that purpose. Some is just empty. Some is divisive. Some is just too great for us even to understand. You know, my favorite psalm, the the 100th and 39th, starts out saying, God knows everything about me. He says, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You know, God has absolute knowledge. And through this book here, we have access to that knowledge. But our access has limits. A few thousand pages of text, it doesn't contain every piece of information known to God. How could it? And so God used some sort of selection process to give us the information that is absolutely necessary for us to know. And by extension, the information that we don't need to know too. And there's a few reasons that we're told some knowledge is not revealed to us. First, We don't need to know everything because some information is useless. Paul talks about uh, empty words and deceptive philosophy. Clearly, uh, knowledge of those things is useless unless we're learning to refute those falsehoods. But there is some information that is true, and yet it still doesn't have any value for God to reveal it to us. For instance, think of everything that mankind has learned since creation. We made printing presses and and televisions, and now we know the square root of pi. God, he could have jump-started history. He could have revealed that information beforehand, but he didn't because it was useless for his purposes. Now, I assume they used the square root of pi for something important. We know that printing presses and televisions, those have value. They can even help us share the gospel. They have value for God. But as far as revelation goes, they didn't fit the Spirit's criteria for what we needed to know. Paul says in in 2 Timothy 3 that all Scripture is God-breathed, and it's useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. That is the purpose of this book. It tells us everything we need to know to serve God. 
That's what we should be focused 100% on. The other information that might have value, but as far as our salvation goes, if it's not in these pages, it's useless. Secondly, we don't need to know everything because some information is divisive. You know, God doesn't dabble into opinion. He doesn't tell us if he has a favorite color or a sports team. And it's pretty clear why. Those things just don't matter. Proverbs 18.2 says that a fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. You know, opinions are divisive. And if we aren't careful, they will tear us apart. Sometimes we get confused because our opinions are, hopefully at least, based on facts. They're logically and they're rationally derived, we think. You know, the red team is the best because the blue team is full of cheaters with no talent. You know, maybe the blue team has cheated and maybe they do have less talent than the red team, but it's never enough, it seems, to just take those facts and form a rational opinion for ourselves that the red team is best. We want more than that. We want everyone else to agree with us. And when they don't, then we've got a problem. Now, facts are just facts. They aren't divisive on their own. It's only when they are paired with opinions that they become divisive, even if that opinion is just to reject the fact. And that's why the Bible says you don't need to know all the opinions in the world. Set those aside and just cling to the truth. Romans 14 in the English Standard Version says, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. So don't get caught up in opinions. Those are things we just don't need to know. And what we do need to know is Christ. Paul continues in chapter 14, you know, one person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats, eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God, while the one who abstains, abstains in honor of the Lord and and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord. And if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end, Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. We don't need to be concerned about opinions, but we do need to know about Christ. If we live for him, then our opinions don't matter. Finally, we don't need to know information that is beyond our understanding. And thank God for that. God has revealed everything we need to know to be saved in an understandable way. What was once a mystery is now made clear to us. Paul said to the Ephesians, By revelation he has made known to me the mystery, as I briefly written already, by which when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which is in other ages has not been made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets in chapter 3. You know, the, the gospel was once unclear to mankind, but now... We can understand that mystery, and we must understand that mystery. But there are still 
other things that we don't understand or know. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says that the secret things belong unto the Lord, our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. You know, our job isn't to know everything. Our job is to trust and keep what we do know, the commands of God. To the Thessalonians, Paul wrote twice about when uh, Jesus was going to return. And clearly, you know, when you read that, you see the Thessalonians, they were worried. They were concerned about when this was going to happen. They wanted to know more than what was revealed. But Paul said, Jesus is going to come like a thief in the night. We're not going to know that information. In other words, we don't need to know. And that lesson applies to so many other things that we worry about. When we don't have the answers, we worry. But God says, stop worrying. We don't need to know that. Maybe it's useless information. Maybe it's divisive or opinion-based. Or maybe the information is just too great for our limited understanding. But the bottom line is, if we root ourselves in what God has revealed to us, we'll have all the information we truly need. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people every day with the message of Jesus. Most importantly, though, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.